0: whole night
1: through. good morning good morning to you good morning good morning it's great to stay up late good morning good morning to you
2: this is wptf radio Raleigh, north carolina and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello,
3: everybody.
4: Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley.
2: This
5: is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News of
2: WPTF in Raleigh.
5: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adberston on The Weekend Gardener.
2: Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC
1: Spin. Now, here is Kate Kaiser. yo well, that's good. This is Art Devine.
0: This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York.
2: The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone yours truly sam beard and jim reed and carl gertz
5: thank you sam and greetings to all of our listeners this is harry christy
0: wptf in raleigh
2: north carolina wayne Ed is standing by now with a
5: check of the latest news
6: wptf news
5: presents regional report a digest
4: of late happenings throughout the area
5: this is bill Ellis. this is jimmy Cass. with
4: a nocturne we
2: send as our this is Bill Foote.
1: This is Warren Barfield
2: with Kingdom Scott of the Organ and a program of Familiar Carols. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTL. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. This is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venter's WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors. What it's like to be living the life of wrong. This is Charles Osgood, wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener
3: program. This is Donna Mason. i 680 WPTF. And
2: I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network.
4: Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hath Hansen. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting.
7: I'm Ann Clapp. And
4: this
2: is a Tar of Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, already hour number three. It's ten minutes past ten. Welcome back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. I'm Mike Raley, along with Ann Clapp, and Rufus Edmonston is with us, the former Attorney General and Secretary of State and Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina. A very good one, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the great one with the uh, the great one with with the uh, Chitlin' Club, and uh, I mean the list goes on and on.
5: Oh my goodness!
2: Yeah, oh my goodness! I hope
5: we'll get to have the Chitlin' Club again. Yeah, I've been hearing from people about liver mush. Now, you know we got into that subject.
2: Mm, mm, mm. Oh, do you and, like liver mush, Georgia girl? I love it,
7: Loved it. Golly. I had a grandmother who grew up in the mountains of Kentucky. And she made the best liver mush mm-hmm. and taught my daddy how, and he taught me, and I love it. I, What's I there to teach? Cass- <laughs> oh, honey, it's how you make it, and it's using the right, right liver and, and chopping it to the right consistency, and it's just delicious.
2: Do you like it, Rufus?
5: I am not a fan.
2: <laughs> well oh, You know, no. what, what is now, the... I might be of yours. What is the right way of, of fixing it?
7: Well, now, there are people who make it with pork, and um, but my, my grandmother taught us to make it with beef liver, and you um, boil that until it's, it's really well done, chop it extremely fine, dump it back in the sauce, back in the, the water that boiled in, so you get all those nutrients, and then you throw a lot of cornmeal in there, and you cook it, you have to cook it in grease, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that,
5: that's sounding better to me
7: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, the best I have tasted Away from my own home Is um, at the Moose Cafe And Asheville at the Farmer's Market They have mm-hmm. liver mush on the menu there And if mm. we go to Asheville We have to have breakfast there And um, that's, that's the place to get it Well,
5: you've taught it's me something great. I never knew that you I always thought you had to have pork if you did liver mush, and now you say that you use beef
1: if you want to.
7: We use we use beef liver, uh, calf liver, or, or or beef liver, whatever is available. Um, but you know, you still, I still like that bacon grease if you're going to fry.
2: Well, it. I mean that the bacon grease will, will certainly. You know, the, the I I have and I haven't made it in many years. I so made French fried potatoes. In bacon grease,
4: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: my mother did that. Not good for you, but it's, it's good. Uh, it is delectable. But liver mush, in my humble opinion, is is not so. My, and my wife likes liver; she loves liver, so I guess she would like liver mush. Uh, probably, I'll have to go to the store and get her some. I Remember
5: one one episode of Fonzie where they were chasing him with liver, with uncooked liver, and he was. Mortified of it on the TV show Fonzie.
2: I'm, I'm not scared of it. Now he was mortified. <laughs> you thought like you thought it had a liver? snake. <laughs> mm. Might as well yeah, be. You yeah.
7: Like chicken. You like chicken livers,
2: Rufus? Uh, if I'm real hungry. Yeah, my mother liked those <laughs> and gizzards. Yep.
4: Yep.
2: But with the gizzards, the rocks always got uh, got you know it's nothing. Worse than crunching on a rock. do uh, <laughs> not that to get the gizzards used for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, well, the chicken. Me, my dear
5: daddy, when we would have chicken sometimes, he would say, I have to have the liver and the backbone and all the what we call sorry pieces. And my mother one time said, you know what, uh, boys, there were five of us boys and one girl. He, she said, he does that so you can have the good parts. That's you know. right.
2: Oh. My father-in-law did that, too, oh. with his girls. And, and
5: swore with. that he just loved that better than any part of
2: the yeah. chicken. That's a that's yeah. a nice man. Hey, Liz is with us from Dunn. Y'all got any liver mush in Dunn, Liz?
0: I don't know where to get it, but I tell you what, it sounds good the way y'all did it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you just like we're the bacon all, grease. We're
7: all getting hungry.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I have a I have a – Big selection of scales. Can you make anything good to
2: eat with that? You mean like scale <laughs> on, a, on a camellia? Yes. And what do you uh, do about scale on a camellia?
7: Well, <laughs> I, I, the only thing I, I've ever been able to do with it is, is use a, a, a hose and, and wash things off.
2: You didn't use any chemicals? I didn't use any chemicals. Well, I use
5: horticultural oil.
2: Yeah, it smothers it. That's yeah. that's a yeah. pretty safe way to do it, Liz.
0: Well, and that's it, what the, I've been reading about. But is it is it too hot? I mean, we had eighty degree temperature yesterday. Is that going to harm my plant? My blooms. Well, he, blooms are, are beautiful are did, right now. I hate to lose them. I
7: know. Did you put it out on it now? Did you did you go ahead and spray it? I'm
0: I'm I'm ready to do that. But okay, I this
7: week. Yeah, this week it's going to cool down, and usually if you if you see burn or they talk about it being really bad for burn, that's when we get up into the eighties and nineties. And I don't think that's huh. going to happen this week with us going down to thirty um, on okay. Thursday night. So after mm-hmm. this next rainstorm tomorrow, wait until after we <laughs> yeah. get uh-huh. drenched tomorrow. Um, then I would go out and I'd I'd spray that horticultural oil and be sure you get the underside of the leaves. And the stems, scale loves to hang on to the, to the stems, and um, I, I have had to even remove plants. Uh, I, I found oh. that I had an outbreak of scale on some of my houseplants that I was wintering over in the basement, and I just got through tossing a bunch, but you don't want to oh. do that with your camellias, you want to try yes. to save them. Um, These are 30-some you know,
0: years old, and I love them. I know. And they're prime oh. this year.
7: Yeah, they are gorgeous. I, I think it's been one of the prettiest springs we've had in a long, long time. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And what you might want to do is just before you spray that is go ahead and cut a bunch of branches with the uh, flowers and flower buds and bring them in and uh-huh. enjoy them or float them in your camellia bowl <laughs> or something like that. You know, just... Just so that you can enjoy them before you put that oil on them, just in case they get a
2: little burned. Pam, I wish you could see the camellias out in our back area, uh, parking lot area, up against the building. They are just gorgeous. They are full of but, blooms. They really, uh, they're really, good. they really good. I don't know what variety they are. But Can you uh, take
7: a picture and put it on the Facebook page? I will. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, good. All right. Well, what's, what's your plant.
5: favorite
0: azalea? <laughs> the one that's in bloom. No, many years ago, we got Christmas cheer.
7: Oh, that is a beautiful one. It
0: is a, a, quote, miniature, but it grows up to my thigh high, and I just love it. Mm.
5: Christmas cheer. It's a what beautiful plant. What
0: color is uh, it? Christmas cheer is...
2: Bound about to be red.
0: It's red. hmm uh-huh. Ooh.
2: And, it, I and it's a pretty red.
0: Pink, and I can't remember the name of the pink one. We've had it so long. But these were planted back in the, oh, gosh, the late 80s to 90s. And they have been okay. so beautiful every year. Wonderful. I'll look
7: for that. There's a pink in my garden right now that is just, every time I see it, it kind of takes my breath away. It's called Taylor's Pink Perfection.
5: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, it's
7: a lovely large bloom. It's as big as my hand. And uh, my son's name is Taylor. It's a family name on um, my husband's family side. Uh And um, that plant is just breathtaking this year. I, I just, I can't recommend it enough. You know, I really can't.
5: I just wish mine were, were bigger than than the two feet tall it is because, Ham, <laughs> hey, you're right. It's just a glorious thing. Hmm. Taylor's It'll pink perfect. It'll there,
7: Rufus. <laughs> It'll be there. <clears> oh, I need throat> throat>
5: to live. <throat> I need throat> to, throat> to live about five more years or or twenty. <laughs> twenty would be good. Well, you're,
7: twenty. You're, Thirty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
7: Well, uh, and you must have quite a few col- in uh, your collection, then, Liz. Oh
0: goodness. My uncle loved camellias and he helped me uh establish my my garden years ago and we've got uh, we've got pink perfection as a camellia it's also beautiful and then we've mm-hmm. got the variegated we've got uh we've got a striped one and I I didn't until this year I thought okay it's here I like it fine but but this year I love it. It is just Perfection.
7: And is it Mouton? Do you know if that's the one you I have, have? No
0: idea the name of it. I was not smart oh, when I wow. planted them to get the yeah. name.
6: And yeah, my memory yeah. is
0: shorter than a flea. <laughs> oh, well, good be. gracious! <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't ask you
2: anything then, Liz. Oh. I appreciate now, that.
7: Now, now, Miss Miss uh, Anne Clapp is the Camellia woman. She's got quite the collection.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I bet the there well, I I know that there are several blooming in the area that I can see, but you have a lot in the back.
7: I have a lot in the back, and yeah. and I they are just full of blooms yeah, this year.
2: That's good. Yeah, it's been a pretty good year. So uh, this
0: year in many years, yeah, just
2: loaded. Mm-hmm. So Liz, uh, give our best, to everybody, and done, won't you?
0: I appreciate y'all's services.
2: Well, great
0: right. and good company too.
2: Thank
5: you. Thank well, by you. the way, Liz, I got my my COVID shots at Betsy Johnson Hospital in Dunn, and it was it was very very efficient and very nice people and uh I just have nothing but good things to say about how that place was run by miss Miss Honeycut, the young lady there and
2: they the folks in Dunn had never seen so many uh, police and uh, limousines flying <laughs> into that area as when Rufus came to town, yeah, oh.
0: Well, they did an excellent job, and this um they they are just really nice folks. Great. I'm glad we have them.
2: Yes, ma'am. The Definitely. Thank you, Liz.
0: Thank you, and thank you all for getting your shot.
2: All right, oh <laughs> yes, ma'am. <Well>. <clears throat> thank you for calling. Bye. Bye. Let's uh, before we take a break. Let's check in with Big John. Oh, Big John, Ruth, how you doing, buddy?
4: Man, I'm doing great. Uh, Mike, you're making me hungry. We.
2: Liver mush?
4: I call it. We call it liver pudding. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, oh, that right. doesn't help anything. <clears throat> no, it didn't, doesn't. not do anything for me there either.
7: <laughs> so whatever.
4: Yeah, we, when I was a fireman, we. Used to we had a guy that cooked that stuff, but he, we eat it like cold and, you know, put less tomato, mayo on it and all week bread. Not bad. Not bad. Not not
2: a favorite, mm-hmm. but I'd rather have a fried bologna. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'd, I'd rather have fr- fried bologna, I, you know, fried. Well, people fry up uh, liver pudding, liver mush. I think. Yeah, I they know? do. Yeah. yeah.
4: So what about, uh, what's that other, it's like a pickle type, um, uh, Pickled First liver? Cousin. First cousins deliver food.
2: Souse um, uh, Souse
4: meat.
5: Souse meat.
2: Sal's meat. Yeah, yeah. You ever tried now, that? Now, Rufus, I bet you're all over that, aren't you? You I'm, like souse I'm meat. all over that away from it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> away from it. Yeah,
2: gotta... My mama likes souse meat. I I never warmed up to it very much either.
4: Yeah, so meat. <laughs> Cooked cheese and some crackers, and you're golden. You know. Yeah. So, well, by the way, Big John had a birthday last I know, Saturday. I wished him birthday. Uh, that's and we, right. I we didn't.
2: Yeah. Thanks, guys.
4: Appreciate that. Yeah. I'm 61 in Holden. Oh you are holding.
2: Good luck with that.
5: You're holding a fib on that boy.
4: <laughs> I'm bleeding to <the> fib. <laughs> but uh, hey, I, but on a serious note, I just left the farmers market. Right. So I bought me uh, four ferns. Now. How do I, I mean, other than putting water on them, is there anything I can I go to the Burke Brothers and get some miracle Grow or anything I need to sow in? Because I know the guys over at the Brothers. So.
2: Now, yeah, these, are, these are in pots. You're going to use them as hanging baskets or something? Big Johnny, Correct. you would have put them in the ground.
4: No, they're hanging baskets.
2: All right. Yeah. Uh, Miss Pam, what would you say? Okay, now tell me what kind of fern you got. Did you get a Boston?
4: Uh, I think they come from...
7: Dallas of city. <laughs> well, they, they
2: don't have an accent.
7: God, <laughs> I love you. You're so funny. Um, <laughs> no, no it's, it's, a, it's a fern called Boston fern. It's usually the one in the hanging baskets. Now there are some I people
6: think, think out there who sell
7: diff, different kinds of ferns. Yeah, I love. Think they are. So yeah out, okay, main thing yeah. is don 't let that thing get dry. you know they really dry. do want to keep well watered I would not water. fertilize it right now because they have been pushed at the greenhouses uh, with larger yeah. fertilization. So let it go for about a month. Then I would put in a slow-release fertilizer, something like an Osmocote type product that you can just sprinkle in there.
6: Now, by okay. that time, you're
7: going to have some bird nests in them anyway. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah every year, then. yeah, uh, the birds are fond of those plants,
5: i tell say. By the way, Big John, don't put them out now during this 30 degree weather. No, no
7: really, no, 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 no. no.
5: no. Don't, don't don't hang them today. Don't hang them today. Give it. Uh-uh. Okay even though they're from boston yeah put them, them know, put them, them in over. the garage put, just set them on the floor in the garage until about Park
7: them with your car
5: yeah right what
2: is hey just said, she was just saying park them with your car in the garage yeah loaded up here yeah. <laughs> it's hard for a southern boy to keep up. I, uh,
3: I'm, I'm, no,
7: no, no. He just hadn't heard that Boston accent as much as I have. No. <laughs> well, I anyway. heard I've years. Yeah, I've heard. yeah. <laughs> me. Well, uh,
2: does that set you straight, Big John?
4: It does. What, what, in in uh, conclusion, what kind of fertilizer? I mean, would they know my guys over Burt Brothers know? What the, oh, it? the, the osmo- yeah. she
2: mentioned Osmocote. That is a slow like release.
4: Osmocote. Yeah. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. Or yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I need to know. All right, buddy. And I appreciate the tip on taking them in tonight too, Rufus.
5: So don't don't hang them until until at least after April fifteenth. April fifteenth. All right. Or, or hang them if if it's going to get a night close to close down to freezing, take them in for the night. But yeah. don't don't let them get anywhere near freezing, or that you you'll be going back again to buy more. Yeah. <laughs>
7: And tomorrow, well, if we do get, get those do severe winds, did. you might
6: you might see them rocking and
7: rolling, and it might be better if you
2: have them yeah. <laughs> sitting That's right. and
7: around and, you know, hanging. Yeah. So just, just keep, keep an stuff. eye I'm on off. the weather.
2: So, Big John, uh, tomorrow, would you play uh, Brenda Holland and When I'm Gone?
4: What are you going to do when I'm gone?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know a little something about Smokey, it. Smokey Robinson. Yeah. All
4: right. I'll play it for you, Mike.
2: All right, buddy. Uh, thank you. Hey, you guys have a great weekend. Appreciate the help. You too, Big John. Take care. (laughs) Big John Roos at Beach Music Hall of Fame. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 1027. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. At 10.34, Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Pam Beck is with us. All of the pollen that we're getting ready to see. Now, there's a lot that you can't see, but uh, the pine pollen's getting ready to come out. And it's a good reminder that now is the time to take your vehicle to King's Auto Service for a spring checkup. Items that need to be checked include the windshield wipers. Uh, they've taken a lot of abuse during the winter weather. And uh, the cabin air filter which keeps that pollen out of the inside of the car. During your spring checkup, make sure your uh, air conditioning system is ready for the upcoming hot weather. They can check all of that out. For those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or any other hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. And this usually occurs around 150,000 miles or so. That's kind of the average. So call King's on Monday to schedule a courtesy battery analysis and that spring checkup. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. And at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. You know, everybody's out planting and working in the yard. Things are looking so nice and lush right now. Black cow is responsible for some of that, and it will help your plants. Black cow is, of course, the mature manure. The warmer planting season is here, despite some of the cold weather we're going to have next week. And it's uh, time to get ready for your garden, whether it's a flower garden or a vegetable garden, get it started well with black cow. Prepare a new plant bed with one-and-a-half-inch layer of black cow in the area and then mix it into the soil about six inches deep. A tiller will help with that. Black cow is natural and organic, and it contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. Pick up the bright yellow bag and get growing today. For more details, check out the black cow website blackcow.com. That's spelled with a K, K-O-W, black cow. All right, let's go to Jim in Durham. Jim, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, how we doing? We're doing great. I hope you're well, Jim. Well, I'm doing
1: okie-dokie. Uh, was, we have an old, what I call an old home place uh, not far from here, and the house is gone, but it's just, the yard is just full of daffodils. Uh, but, slash Buttercup, and what when when did you move those uh, to bring them to my house? <laughs> right now, right go right ahead. now. Yeah, you can see
2: them right now. So that it's so oh, it's a much better time. Yeah, you
7: yeah. F- and and, and like, use a gardening fork. Now, yeah. if you've got an old gar- garden fork instead of a shovel, you'll do less. Damage to the bulbs. But yeah, you I've are going to have
1: so many.
7: Yeah.
1: I've got a spade. I call it a spade fork. Uh, yes. What yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've got one of those. Okay. So that's moving perfect. Down, huh?
2: Yeah, go ahead and yes, do sir. it. All go right. ahead and do it. If you can find them in this fog. And,
7: yeah. <laughs> well, and plant them, plant them at the same depth that you okay. find them now. And uh-huh. when you lift them, you're going to see lots and lots of little baby daughter bulbs that are going to be tiny. Go ahead and uh-huh. grab those up, put them somewhere else in your garden. And um, if you want to divide some of those big, <coughs> excuse me, divide some of those big clumps, now is a good time to do it. In uh-huh. fact, okay. one thing I would recommend if you can get a hold of some, if you can find some good old fashioned bone meal, or uh-huh. um, if you've got your hands on some mycorrhizum or something like that, when you dig your uh-huh. hole. Put that in the bottom of the hole where the roots are, and that will help feed it while it's getting reestablished.
1: Oh, ah, bone meal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good old-fashioned
7: bone meal. Now, now, if you've got a dog that's yeah. going to dig it up, that might be a problem, <laughs> because no, is laughing, uh, no, he does. I
1: no, I don't have that problem. Um. Okay, good. Well, but Jim, you don't know, be like don't a friend
5: of mine who, who's sort of lazy. One time he had a patch of an old home place. He said, let's go get some daffodils, and I took my fork and, and a lot of equipment to help uh, dig them up, and then he loaded up a backhoe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a, that required a little bit of sifting, I guess. And,
5: and Yeah,
2: he, yeah. He, he
5: really went down there and backhoed this whole place to get a, some daffodils. And I he thought, just boy, wanted to
2: get on the backhoe, I think. He just, I think he, he
5: wanted to badly. Yeah. i never yeah.
1: forget
7: that.
2: That's funny.
1: So, should
7: I use any black cow? You can. Um, I was going to say, if you wanted to put it around some of those clumps on top of the ground, that will slowly leach down, and that will help keep them. Um, it'll give them a little bit of a mulch, and it'll also give them a little bit of fertilization, um, and it won't burn. That's that's the main thing about that. Yeah. You know, don't use anything like fresh chicken manure.
2: No, no. That's right, and, and don't ever mix any black cow with liver mush.
1: <laughs> no, I like I like liver pudding.
2: Uh, well, that's the same thing. That's the same thing. So you 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 like liver pudding? How huh? how do you make it? Do you fry it up or what?
1: Sometimes I'll we'll just eat it. Uh, make a make a mayonnaise liver pudding
2: sandwich. <laughs> mm. I could have um, gone all day without hearing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be on white bread. <laughs> <It's gotta be. laughs> uh, well, thank, you, thank you so much. For the, I really appreciate y'all's program. Thank you so much for the tip.
2: Hey, thank you, thank you for, for being a part of the show, Jim. Call oh, us hey, again. We Good appreciate life. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, let's stay in Durham with Jeff. Hey, Jeff.
3: Hey guys. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, so this is, uh, and I say I've learned so much over the years listening to you guys, so I just want you to know you are deeply appreciated.
2: Yes, sir. Thank um,
3: you. This is the first year that I'm trying to grow potatoes, and I'm doing it in five-gallon buckets for the Yukon Gold and the Purple potatoes, and then I'm doing mm-hmm. uh, in the 10-gallon pails for the uh, sweet potatoes. And uh, my question is this, is that I'm, the soil that I use, I kind of did a mix of uh, – third peat moss, third black cow, third topsoil, and that's the that's the soil that I've been using for both of them. Um, my question is, is that what kind of fertilizer should I be using for these potatoes as time moves forward, and what's the frequency that I want to fertilize?
2: Well, the black cow is certainly some of the...
7: It's, it's the fertilizer you've yeah. already got. Um, in fact, I would say what you have mixed sounds like it might be a little damp, Jeff, um, because the peat's going to hold water. The black cow is going to uh, hold some moisture in that garden soil, depending on what kind it is. That might, too. What I would be tempted to do, especially for the sweet potatoes, is put some grit, like some gravel, very fine, small gravel, if you could find some.
2: Like that
7: in now. Yes, well, you could use permatil, which is a, a perfect product for mixing in with that. Think about where sweet potatoes are grown. They grow them down east in sand, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, and that's uh, really, it's got excellent drainage. And the potatoes
3: need that or they could rot. So, okay, um, what, what about sand? That's, what that's, if that's, I just put like a, some, some play? I have, I have no, actually it, I have a couple of bags of play sand, for example.
7: Yeah, I know, and it sounds, it sounds like it would work. The only problem with the sand is the particles aren't quite big enough. You're going to need something that's going to give it a lot more airspace around those particles of peat. If you put peat and sand in together, it'll just turn into a really mucky mess. That's what, that's what the peat bogs are, you know, um, down, down toward the coast. It's, it's peat moss and sand. Um, you don't okay. want to try to grow in that, because it can become almost anaerobic.
2: So, yeah, and don't set it know. on fire, either. The peat moss will burn, oh, no.
3: <laughs> burn <laughs> no. for a month. put, a put liver mush, mush in there, too? <laughs> do what? I'm sorry? Can I put some liver mush in there? Yeah. Don't do
2: that. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no <laughs> and you might create a hybrid. <laughs> yeah yeah. you get a mushy (laughs) potato (laughs)
7: thank you michael now the other thing i was going to ask you is are you allowing enough room at the top of your containers to add some soil as the crops grow
3: so so here's what i've done well i'm still i'm still growing with the sweet potatoes so i will be putting them in probably for another i don't know three, four weeks, I guess, or something like that. Okay, But For, like, but for okay. the Yukon gold and the purple potatoes, what okay. I did, I mm-hmm. started off put, putting about an inch or two of gravel in each of the buckets, and I have a whole bunch of holes in them because uh, I'm limited okay. on the space. That's why I'm doing the container thing, and I'm trying, i experimenting. Yeah. Yeah. Then I put three, three or four inches of that mix, then I put a couple of the chips, and then I put yeah. about four or five inches on top of that. And then I'm just waiting okay. for the, the growth to pop out before I add more soil on. Oh. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. You are doing, you did your homework.
7: You were doing it right. A lot you of people a wonderful make the mistake things. of just, yes. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people make the mistake of planting them in, you know, and filling up the whole container. And you really need to top those potatoes as, as it goes because they'll, They'll keep on developing,
3: um, and that's right. Can I ask you one more question about the sweet potatoes? I want to be respectful of y'all's time. I know you have other No, things. go ahead, Mark. So sure. So if I have, uh, this, Jeff, I have a I'm whole sorry. bunch of this mix, I have a whole bunch of this mix of a third, third, third that I described, That I'm certainly with the sweet potatoes, uh-huh. I don't want it to be holding too much water to your point. Right. My question right. is, like, let's say if I use the till I haven't tried that product yet, but I hear it advertised a lot on the channel, so I'm going to give it a try. Mm-hmm. How much Permatil, volume-wise, would I want to add? Ooh, quite a bit, um, because you do want to have really
7: good drainage. And um, just, you know, look at that mix that you've made, and 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 if it's damp or if it's wet, see how heavy it feels. I would be tempted to... Eat, you know you can't add another third to something that's third 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 but if you add you add as much again say as um if you made the amount of peat permitt- and the amount of peat say equal amounts
3: um
7: then that that would help you out
3: okay and then you know it's funny you buy uh, you go to the store that you, the, I bought the peat boss and as much as I've used, I still have like a half of one of those bricks left that they sell it in. The bales, yeah. What, mm-hmm. what would I? What would I do? Would I just kind of just use that as a top dressing for some of my border gardens or something? Or what would no, you no, I do? no. Mm-mm. I wouldn't put it down. Um, what I would do is
7: save it. Um, you can you can wrap it up and put it someplace dry, and it will last forever. It's it's not going anywhere. It's been around since the time of the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. um, but. You can add little bits of it to potting mixes. If you're, say, if you're getting ready to pot up a container and you need it to stay fairly on the moist side, that's where you would add peat moss. Um, because peat moss holds the moisture. Now, that said, it also, if it's dry, it will repel moisture. And so it takes a lot to get it moist. So if you're going to add it to a potting mix, Wet that mix a, a bit. Wet the peat moss a bit before you mix it together. Before you plant your container plants in it.
5: Yep, good idea. All
3: right, and that may and that that makes that makes sense. So then, finally, just for my for initial question, so you're saying that based on the mix that I have, I wouldn't need any additional fertilizer for the potatoes or the sweet potatoes.
7: Probably not. Not
3: with the black cow because the black cow is
7: is a fertilizer. And you don't want to give it anything with nitrogen in it right now because if you use a fertilizer with nitrogen, you're going to get lots of top growth, but you're not going to get root growth. And so, um, if you think about these these fields, most of the time, you know, people used to plant these things in and they didn't have fertilizer other than cow manures and things like that for these 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 products. Now, you can add, if you want to, I would because these are edibles, I would only add something like a, maybe a liquid sea kelp or something like that. You could add um, later in the summer if you feel like they're looking anemic, if the plants don't look good. But okay. try to keep it on the lower nitrogen end. You don't want all the growth to go into the top and not get the potatoes.
3: All right, great. I'm excited about trying to grow my own organic potatoes. Yeah, that's
2: wonderful. Please let us know how it turns out, Jeff.
3: I definitely will. I appreciate you all. Thank you.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you very much.
3: Good luck.
2: Yeah. We'll talk to Mark and Apex coming up. You know, squirrels can be a big nuisance in your garden. They eat flower buds. They dig up plants. They chew on decks and outdoor furniture, and they can really be annoying. Put a stop to squirrel damage with I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent. I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent is a safe and effective way to keep squirrels from digging and chewing. It contains botanical oils and natural ingredients that squirrels just don't like. Available in liquid and granular, I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent is effective and easy to use and it works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. You can spray I Must garden squirrel repellent directly on buds and flowers or sprinkle the I Must garden granular repellent directly into the soil of your flower pots to prevent digging. And if you want to prevent squirrels from chewing on trees, spray your trees as soon as they start leaving out. I Must garden repellents are sold all over the Triangularium and beyond so look for the I Must Garden Squirrel Repellent at your favorite garden center or hardware store, such as uh, Town & Country Hardware Stores in Chapel Hill and Cary and Raleigh, and at the Garden Hut in Viewquave Varina, Campbell Road Nursery, and Logan's also carry it, some of our sponsors. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other I Must Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with... Natural pest protection from IMUS Garden Repellent. Earth-friendly, people- and pet-friendly, and made right here in the Triangle area. 10.50 WPTF time. Straight ahead, we'll talk to Mark at Apex on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Mike Riley here along with Ann Clamp and Rufus Edmonston. Mark is in Apex. Hey, Mark. Hey, good
6: <clears throat> they say you uh, the best slots to be are either in the first uh, be the first caller or the last caller. So I feel lucky. I maybe maybe one of those. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. You you uh, give us all you got.
6: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Really enjoy listening to your program, and thank you. One of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life a little while ago was that Siler City Fern. So that
2: was, <laughs> that's and courtesy of Big John
6: Ruth. I think I laughed out loud, literally. <laughs> Good for
2: you. That's that's uh, um, what we're here for.
6: Right. Partly I got a question. That's right. That's right. Really, hey, you got to be entertaining, right? Yeah. Um, so I have uh, a lawn <clears throat> that is. Uh, switching away from gardens a little bit. it's uh, I have a lawn that is two years old. Uh, it was new construction, so of course you know the soil preparation was just horrendous. Um, uh, the, the builder did not do anything to prepare the soil. It's hard as a rock with... Uh, it's just hard as a rock. I have worked uh, <clears throat> last summer and the summer before, the first two summers, uh, to put some... Slowly to put some top dressing over it myself. Um, and I've got about 50% of the lawn done, and actually, you can visually see where I've done um, better mm-hmm. than the other areas. Uh, now, I'm st- I do have a professional weed control that comes uh, six, seven times a year, and they're doing a big job keeping the weeds away while I get this uh, Bermuda lawn under control, you know, because obviously all the gaps, I don't want the weeds to be coming through, Um I'm starting to notice with all the wetness we've had, I'm starting to notice, and I complained to him and he told me there was nothing he could do about it, these <clears throat> they almost look like uh, aquarium plants they're they're like little they' they look like little mosses, but they're but they're standalone. they're not patches, they definitely are not patches. it's not like brown patch or any moisture thing like that. There are like plants that are popping up. If I were to put it in an aquarium, you'd think it belonged right. there. They're like so, orange, brownish color.
2: So you uh, do you have full sun, Mark?
6: I do have full sun on the. Believe it or not, the entire yard. Okay,
2: well that's important right. with Bermuda. Yep. You mentioned yep. that the ground was really hard. Have you ever air, rock. Have you ever aerated?
6: Absolutely. Yep, I do. Uh, we aerate once a year. Is that first of all? I guess the question is: Is that enough? Um, but i have had somebody come out in airy twice now uh both uh i can't, i'll be honest with you i can't remember if it was the beginning or the end of the season but i have had them come out um is that enough for the new for a new with it being so hard like that should i have them come more often
2: i don't know that that they need to do do it more if they do a good job the first time uh Pam Beck yeah, is, of course, with us. I didn't mention that uh, a few minutes ago. Pam has been with that's, us all morning.
7: Yeah, that's all right. Uh, no, I'm listening to all this. Mark, let me ask you, um, yeah. and and my daughter in Hillsboro is dealing with the same kind of situation. When they built the house, they came along they scraped off all the topsoil mm-hmm. and probably sold it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yes. what, she, what she's left with is a subsoil that has a Bermuda sod over it. And it is as you, as you explained. It is hard as a rock. Now, for that mossy type thing to come in, my question for you is: It mostly in the area where
6: you did the top dressing? No. In fact, I have no, none of it in not. the area. So the area that okay. I did the top dressing, believe it or not, the full, the is coming together beautifully, like it's supposed. Yes. To.
2: And we got yes. about a minute. Got about one minute. Yes. Go
7: ahead. And, I'll let her. Yeah. Finish. The top. I like her. Yes. Yep. No, the top dressing is exactly what you, you probably want to try to do, even in this area where you're having some problems. The um, the moss-type thing that you're describing that's brownish, I, I can't even begin to guess which weed it may be, but if you will take um, a sample of that, if you'll lift one and take it to your Cooperative Extension Service in Durham, have the Master Gardener's ID it, They will tell you what you can spot treat that with, whether okay. you want to go organically or not. They could tell you either way, um, but that might be your best bet.
2: Yeah, and if you. if you make the Bermuda happy, follow the directions, and you can go to Turf Files at NC State. Okay. Turf Files it has got all the information you need, and uh, make sure you aerate, and make sure you might want to get a soil sample sometime. And also, if you make that Bermuda happy, it's going to fill in. and. Mm-hmm you know that you're not going to have to worry about weeds too okay, much excellent. if well, you make you it happy much. hey That's mark right. thank That's you good. buddy call us again
6: enjoy the program thank, thank you
2: miss ann brother rufus pam thank you god love you all oh, my pleasure jason thank you very much for producing we'll see you next week